0: future we're talking real money
1: it's the talking real money podcast videocast we're not sure what this will be yet you see here's what we do tom and i get together once a week uh twice a week we record some podcasts and videocasts and then we pick one of them one of them to represent us in living color on youtube tom hates that he he hates that You don't like the YouTube channel at all, do you?
2: It's not a matter of don't like. It's a matter of don't use. I mean, (laughs) no offense to the few of you that
1: do tune into the YouTube channel, but
2: but, it's the few of you. So God bless you. You have
1: to remember that back in 2014, when the Talking Real Money podcast began, that we only had a few hundred people listening. You have to be there. To get the eyeballs or the earballs. Wait, Consistency, ear balls?
2: consistency, got it.
1: Frequency, okay. Mister Advertising <laughs> frequency. Guy. <laughs> frequency, frequency. Back on, back on with the wisdom um, glasses, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, family, pets, wild animals, aliens listening to this uh, out in space somewhere. <laughs> Tom's Tom's in the hangar. I'm in the Florida studio, Is, still I, under construction. Do you,
2: don't say the hangar because one person thought I actually lived in a hangar. I tell them no, I don't actually live <laughs> do in a hangar. I actually, live in the okay,
1: office. Okay, you know, I, I'd rather I'd rather them think that live from the Air <laughs> and Space Museum.
2: <laughs> uh, that's not a bad place to live. How long could I get away with hiding there until they? Probably, that given
1: all the planes with all their little nooks uh, and crannies and cockpits, probably a while. That's
2: a you great idea. Like,
1: Was that? What was the movie? That was Tom Who's Hanks. Stuck? Lived Tom in Hanks airport. stuck in the airport. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Stuck in the air and space. I got to write a screenplay for that. I think,
2: I, I think we're on to something. Maybe yeah. that's my retirement job, switching stuck from the B-17 a- to the This could be B-24. like a cross
1: between that and night in the museum. It'd be stuck <laughs> exactly. in the museum.
2: <laughs> as long as I can play Teddy Roosevelt, I'm okay. So
1: Teddy stuck in a museum.
2: Yeah. Wait. Bully, bully. No? When did Teddy die?
1: Yeah, I guess they did. Nineteen, have
2: okay. about nineteen twenty.
1: Yeah, they did have like Not many. Sure. I got like one. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don in the Florida studio, still under construction, perpetually under construction, because you know the supply chain in America whew, really it's a slow. Mess. I've got stuff that's been on order for the studio for eight, nine, ten weeks. Oh, that's by
2: ridiculous. the way, speaking of that, if I could quick what? aside here about the supply yeah. chain because yeah. we're having trouble finding CPAs to help our clients and prospects so someone said I think it's a supply chain issue and I said so do you think they're in one of those cargo con- storage containers like off the coast of Long Beach waiting to be shipped in I, I don't know so if you're a, CPA, <laughs> a container full of accountants us. Exactly they're all floating around out there in the Pacific Ocean
1: Why do we need a CPA? You mean just to recommend to clients?
2: Yes, exactly. We're short oh. on CPA so call us.
1: Oh well, there opportunity for you CPAs okay. out there for referrals. Everybody needs referrals, right? Yeah.
2: Ron. And by the no. way, if you're stuck in one of those storage containers, we'll throw you a cheese sandwich or something off the coast too. So you got that. Look forward yeah, to. But
1: now, now with uh, with uh, SpaceX, you can actually get internet service in your container. Oh, there it's
2: Comforting while you're sloshing. I up started and down. to
1: say who we were, and then oh, we just please. keep going off. Yeah, we All just right. keep going off in Let's another direction. Let's get
2: to the meat of the matter.
1: Are you done? I'm
2: holding my breath now.
1: I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cog. Can't make him stop talking because his family's in Mexico and he's so lonely. He won't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. Uh, All right. Uh, Hi, welcome to the program. We want to talk to you about money. And we hope you'll call us with your questions at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Today, we want to talk about stupid human investing tricks. Uh, This is one of my favorite topics is the dumb things that people do with their money. And this one kind of takes the cake because I can't really figure out why the heck you'd want to do it anyway. It was in the news uh, last week. I think it was in the Wall Street. Yeah, Wall Street Journal. I got it right here. A couple, the McNulty family. For some strange reason felt they needed to have an IRA invested in gold which of its uh, in and of itself is bad enough Tom. I mean
2: and you can own gold in your IRA just by owning GLD. I mean there's
1: Oh wait,
2: and there's yeah, apparently
1: ETFs. but these people are so paranoid that they yeah. don't even trust a gold ETF. No, nope. they're precious money no they wanted to have their ira in the basement just right there in the house so they got a vault and they set up a self-directed ira and they put the money the gold and silver uh in the basement well actually i think it was just gold and uh there's a rule against that you you can't that would be like Putting your money in your own business in your ira you can't do that you can't keep it in the basement because think about it if you had your gold in the basement you could buy and sell it without anyone knowing at the irs so that you could uh, you could trade it and and not pay taxes or have the penalties that are associated with having your IRA with a custodian. This is why IRA assets are supposed to be custodied with someone. Now there's a loophole that allows you to have a self-directed IRA so that you can do things with it. But the custodian is not supposed to allow you to keep the stuff in the basement. So the IRS said, you are bad people. You can't do that. And they hit them with a three hundred thousand dollar plea three hundred thousand dollar plus penalty for doing that and you know basically the article is saying hey folks before you do something go consult with one of those accountants in a shipping container off the coast of uh, of los angeles or seattle if you can find one
2: uh, okay. Before you even do that, let's just consider the way the the method in which they did this. You you mentioned it briefly: self directed individual retirement account, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Self directed IRA.
1: Right. Right. And. B- just for the it's record. a variation on the old self directed theme. When I was a stockbroker, yeah. we did provide self directed IRAs, and you could oh. buy mutual funds, individual stocks, you could buy pretty much whatever you wanted, as long as the brokerage firm kept custody of those things.
2: And by this the way, self directed self directed IRAs are they available at Schwab? No. Are they available at Fidelity? Nope. Are they available at Vanguard? Nope. Are they available at major brokerages? Uh Uh-uh. Why? Well, because they know they are bad news. And why do you want a self-directed IRA? Well, you want it so you could own, well, as this family did, precious metals, commodities, private placements. You could put limited partnerships in a self-directed IRA. You can put tax lien certificates. You could put, here's the big one real estate cuz people want to put real estate in these things you can run around you can find it all on the internet by the way if you type in self directed IRA you come up with on in a search engine I won't give them the name this time you come up with like 124 million results because everybody wants to sell you one of these things because they're special they're not just index funds they're not just stocks and bonds but they're not a good idea the fees are outrageous i took a look don to set one up fee mm-hmm. annual amount fee Renewal fee, fee, way cut into any earnings you may have. Um, these are superfluous. You know, it's just, But I, I for really me.
1: want to make this, I want to make a distinction clear, though. There are two kinds of self-directed IRAs. I just checked, and just like we offered at Dean Witter, Merrill Lynch offers a self-directed IRA. It's called Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing, and it doesn't cost a lot but it is not what we're talking about where you are able to put these oddball assets that don't trade publicly into an account. These are a different kind of self-directed self IRA. They should actually have a different name. They should Um, have a different
2: name because this is the the reason people want to invest in these are because they're alternative investments. They're not garden variety, if you will, right? They're not the stuff that, that we talk about on this program that really any rational should invest, investors should be in. These are alternatives. And the reason people put money in alternatives because I can't make any money in stocks and bonds. Wrong. You've made a lot of money in stocks and bonds for the long haul. You don't need them. You don't need alternative investments. If you want to invest in real estate, if you want to be a real estate investor, there's a thousand other ways to invest in real estate, whether you're doing it on your own, working with a partnership, all of those kind of things. So this is just one, and I know we do spend, and you're very good about this, Don, telling people things to eliminate, to just not consider. This mm-hmm. is one of those. You do yeah, not need it. it
1: really is. I'm looking at an article from Investopedia on uh, on. These self-directed accounts and they, they looked up and researched some of the better companies that offer these. But as Tom said, you want to know what the actual numbers are? Here's one from a company called Equity Trust. Um, uh, they, uh, they charge up to $2,150 a year in custodial fees for their account. Uh, here's another one that charges you a thousand dollars to open the account and $300 a year. So you're going to be spending a lot of money for these accounts. You are going to be in potentially shaky territory. You would need these guys to protect you from audits and problems. And then you're doing, you're committing the cardinal sin of real investing. And that is focusing your assets, not diversifying your assets. So higher fees, lack of diversification, higher risks. Why would you want and, to do this stuff? And, and oh, there's liquidity. More. Liquidity. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean,
2: it's, you can't call them tomorrow and say, put that money in my bank, which you can with any other individual retirement account. Should you need it, you can't go get it. So, no, I, yeah. again, these are one of those things that you put in the Don McDonald uh, dust bin of history uh, and say goodbye.
1: Oh, I keep the dustbin of history. I'm in charge of that. <laughs> it's
2: your, well, you're remodeling your office there. You got, you got plenty of room. I need a hey, good dustbin. Burn barrel of uh, history. Wouldn't that be better?
1: Let's see. What do we, you know what we need? We need you to call us with questions at 855 935 Talk. You can call us with those anytime. 855 935 8255. You can also, though, send them in at talkingrealmoney.com and we have a ton of those. We really rarely lack for typed in questions. For some reason, you really? like typing. People like to do that. It's yeah. kind of like my daughter. It's like, don't call me, text me. We, uh, uh, my okay, generation that's not does the not only daughter on the or
2: yeah, son that does that. That don't feel alone there.
1: No, I don't. It's just uh, okay. it's it's just, just it is strange. It's like and are you going to uh, are you
2: going to now offer one of those questions? Or are we just going to sit here and, and look at the, each I'm gonna
1: other? I'm going to hit you. I'm going to give you a break. I'm going to give you a really short one. <laughs> wouldn't that be and nice? a really okay. really easy one okay this is such a you like you can just all right you ready yes sir <laughs> it, it, it affects the subject is short one <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, hello tom and don uh where does a reit index fund like vnq fall in the equity versus fixed side of my asset allocation where do you put it
2: That's pretty easy because a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, is a holding of many companies that hold commercial real estate of a variety of, uh, they could be landlords for apartment buildings, they could own malls, they could own buildings in downtowns or whatever place. So they hold commercial real estate. So this is an asset class should not be categorized as a bond. There is no guarantee to a REIT the way a bond is. Remember, a bond is truly an IOU issued by a corporation, a government, et cetera, that says, we'll pay, give you your money back with the promised interest. Now, do they always do that? No, but there's a promise there. None of that exists with a real estate investment trust. You're simply giving them the money. They're investing it in these properties. Hopefully, they're collecting rents. They're also enjoying, hopefully, a rising real estate market, which we've had lately. Not true all the time, by the way. So these are definitely equity-like. They are not bond-like in any sense of the word. So when you're looking at your portfolio, this should be on the equity side, not the fixed
1: income side. All right. There you have it. Tom says, put them on the equity side. Thank you for that. Thank you for the question, Tom. Thank You you for the answer. Thank My you all pleasure. for being a part of what we do. Uh, remember we have a, a, a new retire meet coming up in 2022. Last year, because of COVID, we did retire meet totally online and it was very successful. It actually worked. So this year, our hope is to do both an in-person retire meet in Bellevue, Washington and an online one. The good news about the, on, uh, the in-person one, you got to pay. The, you get food you get food you get free food you pay nice but food. You get food good sandwich it's good food yeah. the online one since you don't get food you have to provide your own b y o f bring your own food you get for free but you need to sign up for it because we only have a limited number of digital seats We actually have digital seats so go to retiremeat.com, retire m e e and sign up do you have you anything else you'd like date. to say about that thomas it,
2: what February 26th, oh,
1: 2022. It's sometime in February.
2: I'll be there. Don will be there. Paul Merriman will be there. All kinds of uh, – Apollo Lopescu will be there. Herb Weisbaum will be At all, at all. Everything, honestly, you need to know about retirement in, I think it's like six short hours or something. So it's a heck of a program. This was your idea, yeah. and we're just carrying it out.
1: We actually cover everything from getting ready to retire to actually retiring, and we are not going to depress you with the (laughs) post-retirement phase—the thing that comes after retirement. We don't have that. Yeah, (laughs) that's the next next, class. It'll be it'll be funeral meat. God, that is really cremation versus burial. (laughs) We'll have a panel discussion. All right, Uh, thank you all for being there here wherever you are I and smell
2: something uh, burning okay tom, we're okay tom
1: and i wish you all the best this holiday season unless you listen <laughs> to the podcast when it's not a holiday season so we're just going to do what we do which is to hang out here in our little rooms tom's with the airplanes <laughs> mine with the <laughs> panels and talk about real money